So one random morning, I was sitting in my Bible time with my coffee, cozied up when no sun had risen yet, and I had this idea that I'm about to go work out, but I have so many golden nuggets that God just gifted me. And I know sometimes they're just for me, but sometimes I cannot wait to share them with you. I mean, isn't that what going and making disciples of all nations is, the Great Commission, right? So I decided I would jump on a Peloton so I can still get my workout in and still check that box for my habit building, my habit stacking, the atomic habits that build incredible momentum for my energy and for my sustenance and for my family and everything I'm connected to. So this is your behind the scenes, your backstage pass, your not live, but still really good Peloton and preach moment. Okay. So you might hear me huffing and puffing, disregard that or not join me, start working out while you listen to Peloton and preach. And then you won't be distracted by my windedness. Just think I'm on the Peloton next to you or we're running just like, you know, not coffee combo. Okay. We're actually moving. So let's do the thing together. Let's move. Let's remain fit in faith by activating and not just talking about the activation. And hang out with me on Peloton. I'm live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. And you can find me in my Facebook group, which is the Fit and Faith Network, just like the app. If you don't have the app, get the app. Or hang out Instagram live. Okay? It's really fun. Enjoy. Peloton and Preach. Come breathe hard with me. Let's go. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. do this. I'm so excited for my first ride. It's my official first ride with Peloton. Um, not as an instructor yet. I'm just prophetically speaking about the fact that eventually I'm going to get a sponsorship from them. So if anybody knows anybody at um, Peloton, I might be like branded by them at some point, um, but I won't be branded by them because I ultimately am branded by him. And that's the most amazing person, being, entity, wholeness to be branded by. So I'm curious, as you guys are getting jumped in here, good morning. I see some of my favorite women, favorite men of God coming in the room. 6 a.m. Let's do it. I was a little nervous, I'll be honest, before I went to bed last night because I haven't done this ride in a couple weeks since we were in Costa Rica. And fortunately, all of that turned out beautifully, even though I was sick. I couldn't have done it anyway if I wanted to. And uh, it is on Facebook. It's not in the group. It's on my personal page. And we are also live on Insta. So 
If you ever wanna ride, join us. It's really fun. The cool thing about that is I'm going to actually have a live ride, meaning you guys can come in, be a part of the Zoom, which will also stream. And so whether you have a bike or you don't, it doesn't matter. You can be walking. The one rule, you have to be moving. Don't be sipping your morning coffee and watching me work out. That's like knowing that fasting is important for you, but letting everybody else fast and saying, what did you learn, right? Hey, can you pray for me? You guys have heard this before. A lot of people will be like, pray for me, pray for me. I'm like, have you prayed for yourself? Just curious, just wondering. I'm learning so much right now. God is revealing himself in such cool ways. And this is not another exclusion for Tamara. This is for you. He is for you. He cannot wait to reveal himself to you. But as we know, we, ha- we serve a constant, steadfast God who doesn't move. Now, he's always moving and shaking. He's always got a plan. He's always predestined you for good works. He's already defeated the devil. However, we often think because we can't hear him or because he's not moving in the thing that we're trying to have him move in, that he isn't here or he is not present. But that's a lie. Know the word, know the truth, that he is always pursuing you, that he's never moved, you might have taken a couple steps back. And as we ride this morning, you gotta know that it's constant movement. Faith is constant. Faith is ever evolving. Faith is ever always becoming, right? And the cool thing about that is, is in no healing experience, in no revealing experience, did God ask about the type of faith that someone had or the size of their faith. So I am no more righteous, no more holy. I am just as broken and bruised as you might feel. The difference is when we are renewed and anew in Christ Jesus, we get to stand in an authority and in a confidence that the world doesn't get to. So I have a lot of books next to me right now. Surprise, surprise. Of course, the Bible, wide open. January 3rd, so I'm in the midst of Proverbs, Proverbs 3, day 3. I'm also uh, in the midst of a new um, thing that my church has been doing for the past several years, so I always participate. It's 21 days of fasting, and I know you're not supposed to be vocal about fasting, but I'm teaching. So I'm going to talk to you about it. And I want you guys to be able to jump in at any point whenever you feel led, but also even when you don't feel led, because that is what someone who is pursuing God does. And I am believing for you in 2023 that you are going to be pursuing God in a whole new way with new fire, with new excitement, with new hope, with fresh wind. And in order for us to do that, we have to release some things. And so while I am not massively an advocate for resolutions, I am an advocate for always becoming. And so January 3rd, you wanna jump into the fast? Let's go. Don't think that you have to wait for a specific day. I grew up with people who are very attuned to to fitness. Imagine that. Here I am on a bike. I love it. You are what you see. You are what you watch, what you consume. Why media can consume you. 
while these words who are sitting at my left side right now can also consume you. And in a fast, you are depleting yourself of things that you think you need, things that you tell yourself that you love, things that you think you're reliant on or have to have, and yet God is like, "Mm mm-mm. Remember, I create everything the birds need. I bring the flowers to life and I keep them alive. I keep the harvest. And yet we think we don't have enough all the time. We're always sitting in this place for not enoughness. And God is like, I am more than enough. Even in your fast, I am more than enough. So where do I start? (laughs) I've already started. Obviously, we're six minutes into the ride already. I never pay attention to my sweet Allie, who I follow here all the time. She's got the best hair. She's got a new fro going on here. And I really, gosh, I'm going to rock my fro one day. How funny would that be? Is Lakia still on? I'm going to do it. It's going to be fun. So this is cool. Thank you, David. Don't worry about what other people think about you. That was actually Psalm 69 was given to me by a friend last night via text. I was already asleep. I don't know why, to get, why I'm supposed to give this to you. This is important from a step of obedience. You should never cast fear on someone. You should never cast doubt on someone. Um, that is something that you can bring to the Lord's feet and pray on their behalf and be with them. And you can help in discernment and you can walk out in wisdom. Um, but if God is giving you a word for someone and you hold it for yourself because you're like kind of processing it, A simple way to follow this intuition, to know this about yourself, to follow the Lord's prompting is, you know, like when somebody's um, name or or situation drops into your spirit and they're like a random time, you're like driving to work and you're like, oh, you're thinking about grandpa. (laughs) This happened to me the other day in a dream. It's the craziest thing. I had a dream about my grandpa who I haven't talked to in a while. I recently brought the kids to go see them, I think maybe early December and, um, I had a dream about him and I haven't talked to him or thought about him or anything like that. He's 93, by the way, he's freaking awesome. And, uh, I didn't call him that day. We were in Costa Rica. And so I was just like, huh, that was an interesting dream. The next morning it was sunrise. I was sitting in the quiet by myself in Costa Rica and watching the sunrise. And I thought about my grandpa again. I'm like, man, I really need to call him today. Cause I didn't talk to him on Christmas. And I get a text message like minutes later that, He's in the hospital. And I'm like, whoa, what? Like, of course, I'm saddened and like worried and all those things. But I'm like, holy cow, God prepared my spirit. He was summoning me into that connection. And he's like, call your grandpa. So I'm going to see grandpa. I'm going to do a better step. I'm going to go further than that and go see him this Saturday with my family. But it's really important that we pay attention to what he is saying to us. And I think if we're not fasting, if we're not surrendered to what he has for us and we're so fixated on the world and what they're doing and what we think we should be doing and the expectations of others and even job titles and descriptions, we can get so sucked into the vortex. And that is where I'm going to show this. For those of you who are watching, you can listen to this on Peloton and Preach for my Fit and Faith podcast. We put all of these now. They drop, I think, weekly. I'll have to ask my team. Peloton and Preach drops. Um, But remember, even if you're listening on the podcast, you have to move because it's just 
weird to listen to somebody pant and breathe heavy and you're not doing the same thing, okay? So move with me. Let's go. Fit in faith is a premise of mind, body, spirit, emotion, relation, communication. So for those who cannot see, I am currently holding up these two tiny little feathers that were sitting at my Peloton floor. Never seen them. We don't have birds in our garage. <laughs> Though I am working on a new decor behind me. What do you think? I, I had to go with something beachy, obviously, but the belly cast just couldn't cut it anymore. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna hang it today and see what I think, but I really like the size of it. It was hard to find. I have surfing pictures everywhere, but I love nature. So when I saw this this morning, I was like, ooh, God, what do you got for me here? And he showed me in that moment how darkness is trying to take over the light. But what color is brighter? What brings you more peace? Where do you wanna dwell in 2023? What is hopeful for you? Do you see a remnant? So there's a little white left on these two. One whole leaf, one whole leaf, one whole feather taken over dark. The next one is, is being engulfed. It's actually getting darker to take over this white feather. And yet one whole half and about a quarter of the other one is still white. And I believe that's your soul. And I'm not saying that because you have a dark soul. I would never say such a thing. My hope is always that you live in purity and righteousness and holiness, but we're surrounded. We're surrounded in Psalm 69. When I opened it this morning after my friend dropped that via text, she said, I don't know why, but God's telling me you need to read Psalm 69. Lo and behold, I open day two of our fasting journal and scripture reading. This is no joke. I continue the text message too. Psalm 69. I'm like, whoa, God, you're good. So I read Psalm 69 just out of her text as the first thing that I did this morning and then made my coffee and then found out that it was also my daily reading. I was a little confused, to be honest, and I don't even have Psalms open right now because it's not a part of my other one-year Bible or anything like that, but I've got to do it really quick. It's a little disturbing. And I was like, well, that's not fun. <laughs> I don't want to start the year or I don't want to start Peloton and Preach in 2023 with something that's like, ugh. You know me, I'm like full of life, full of joy. Like, let's go, let's have fun. Let's play in the word of God. Let's discover and be revealed. But here I am with what is going to be a consumed feather of darkness, what the world probably looks like. And I'm like, no, 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 we're gonna take that back. One of the guests who is on right now watching even said, don't worry about what other people think. Specifically, 69.4 is what she gave me. Those who hate me without reason are outnumbered on the hairs of my head. Many are my enemies without cause. Those who seek to destroy me, I am forced to restore what I did not steal. Oh, man. How many of you guys feel that way? Do you feel like everything and everyone is out? to get you. Not from a victim mentality. Not from a, 
you know, measly mentality. You're a warrior. You're literally equipped with armor. God has given you that right. And if you're watching this and you're like, what is she talking about? I don't know anything that's going on right now. Hang out. Like just dedicate 6 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Eastern, to come hang out. And to know that we're going to do a group one where everyone's going to be able to ride and share and teach each other. That's the sharpening, the church, the community. Think of it like a small group, but a big group because I know there's so many of you guys hanging out. I'll give you those dates and times soon, but I get it. I don't currently feel that way, to be honest, but I have gone through a season like Job. I have gone through years, in fact, and I felt like the people even who were closest to me were not out to get me, but I had crazy nightmares of people that I love literally sitting in my door frame of my house going to not do nice things to me. As a mom, I always was in fear that even when I was pregnant, that I would walk the streets or I would be going out of my uh, store at night to get in my car. And I had this fear that like I was going to get raped. I will have these visions that if my kids are somewhere, like if they took a school bus for the first time, that the school bus was going to like go off the deep end into the gutter or into um, the, the ditches. And I was going to have to like save them from a burning bus. I don't know why. I think why is the enemy is trying to taunt and tease and kill, steal and destroy even our sound mind, even our body by what we fuel it with based on marketing and what's on the eye level shelf. This is like so much bigger than one verse. But if you look at that verse and you're immediately like, uh, this isn't for me. I feel great. I don't have any enemies. I'm now in cahoots with those people that I thought might kill me, might kill my husband. This is no joke. And here we are living fully free, fully alive, just getting back from weeks from Costa Rica. And I'll be honest, I kind of feel pretty freaking awesome. How do you feel? Do you feel pretty freaking awesome? Going into this year, do you feel like you've released what was behind you and you're ready to take on the world? Do you feel that you are confident enough to release, that was my word last year, everything you thought you needed in order to become who you're meant to be? Even now, even now, even as you've reviewed, resoluted, that's not a word, but <laughs> resolved is what it should be called, You've resolved what you're going to do this year. You've decided to stop old habits, infuse new things, fresh life, fresh wind. Maybe go to church every once in a while. Maybe open the Bible more often. Maybe let go of sugar. Maybe whatever it is, go to the gym more often. Whatever it is. We make these like simplistic, I think, way too simplistic expectations for ourselves. And God is like, what about the higher? What about the deeper? What about the wider? There's this question that I just hone into over and over again. I'm turning up my resistance, y'all. We're 17 minutes in. We need some resistance. 
I feel the resistance even of you guys watching. You're like, oh, she's sharpening me. I don't like to be sharpened. She's making me think more. No, I already did that. I already reflected. She's making me fast. Come on. I don't want to fast. I don't need a diet. I don't need something um, to do around my body. I'm already fit. I already feel good. Do you? Are you? Y'all, I'm going up a mountain on a Peloton in <laughs> below or at zero uh, caliber of mountain. I'm at ocean. I'm at sea level here. It's hard. It feels difficult. But if I know coming at me on a consistent basis is negativity, is opposition, are lies, and I think I'm strong enough to put on the armor of God, no different than David when the king gave him his armor and said, go fight Goliath. Here's, here's my best armor. God has his best armor for you. And this is a little different because David puts it on and he like falls over. He's way too small. He's not capable of being agile like he was in the fields. He couldn't even use his sling wearing that big thing. And yet he goes out in the armor of Christ because that was exterior adornment. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? The enemy is lying to you, friends. The enemy is outnumbering you. We are a small but mighty force. I went to Costa Rica. I loved it. God, I loved it. I literally, the last day was like, are you sure we have to come home? I can get a Peloton and ride. I can coach. I can teach. I can show up virtually anywhere in the world. Such a gift. Such a freedom factor. Are you sure? But there was something missing. And I felt it in my spirit the entire time. I actually danced at the shoreline at one point. I didn't care who was watching. I was listening to some incredible worship and teaching. They were talking to me about healing. They were talking to me like God doesn't judge me to be more holy or more righteous. He just sees me as loved. He just owns me as his. He just gives me the protection because he's my father. He's Abba. And he wants to comfort and conceal me in his armor. But if I am not pursuing that relationship, if I'm not putting on those elements, Ephesians 6, you got to look it up if you don't know it. If I'm not putting that on, absolutely. Am I going to get distracted, destroyed even, deterred from my purpose, from my calling? You are called and equipped right where you are. So here I am right back where God has currently planted me and my family. Something that was missing in Costa Rica, the one thing, because it's a blue zone. It's pretty near perfect. It didn't have churches. It had one iglesia and they're honoring not, um, not necessarily God. They were honoring a saint. And I'm like, you're missing Jesus. This is the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful. I've been many beautiful places, places I've been. And there is no worship at sunrise. There is no gathering of community. Now I'm not like massive on Christmas. I know, shocking. Oh, 
Christmas was never celebrated. Christmas was never celebrated in the Bible. Halloween was never celebrated in the Bible. They're actually rooted in pagan holidays. Birthdays, whoo, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers this morning. Birthdays, the only two birthdays mentioned in the Bible, they actually celebrated in by killing people, just so you know, literally murdering. Is the world consuming your mind? Is the world consuming your calendar? Is the world consuming your fridge? Is the world consuming your car and your mind and your heart and your vision for your life? Is it consuming your family? I'm so curious. And so as I sat there and I danced and I swirled and I twirled and I did a couple exercises in the process, though dancing is absolutely exercise. God said, I'm going to help you plant churches. I haven't even told my husband this, by the way. Probably should have done that. He said, I'm going to take you to places like this and you're going to plant churches. You're going to be the church because we are the church. And he says, I've already planted you. I am putting a seed in the ground right now in Jesus name that where you are planted, you are seeding, you are working that ground, you are tilling it, you are showing up day by day by day, no matter what the enemy is doing to try and destroy your harvest. It's winter here. I was enjoying the beauty and the warmth and it was freezing. So cold that my husband, who is in the HVAC industry, was getting calls on Christmas Eve morning and Christmas Day. His entire team had to be deployed away from their families to go help people who had newborn babies, whose pipes were totally frozen. They didn't have running water, but they had a whole lot of family coming to enjoy Christmas with them. And it was going to ruin, so they thought, a holiday that isn't really a holiday. But again... (laughs) I have, I, I love Jesus. Happy birthday. It wasn't actually his birth though. Just so you know, September, October was when they were more predicting it existed. Mmm. I just want to like punch, punch, jab, right hook, left hook. The enemy in the chin today. I want him to get dizzy. I want him to get distracted. I want you to have this fierceness and boldness and confidence to speak what you know, to speak the truth. To not go into situations that are spiritual and not shine Jesus. I was guilty of that. I'll be honest. First, I was sick. Then when I wasn't sick, I was just kind of mesmerized by what had been cultivated by man. What had been cultivated from a spirituality sense even. I love yoga. I love Christian intended yoga. I love stretching. Does that help you? Does that make you feel better? I know. Ember, don't judge me. And if you do, remember Psalm 69. I might have outnumbered audience of people who are like, turn her off, shut her up, ignore, hide, unfollow. Y'all know from last year, I'm like, unfollow me, follow him. Fasting. Food, ah, feast, or famine. You actually get to choose life or death. You actually get to choose, are you going to be a part of the small army that is so mighty and fierce 
that has actually already won. So we don't really care about our size. I'm thinking about Gideon right now. Gideon, who is at the enemy's base. He's literally on the front lines of war. And they have tens of thousands of people. I think it was hundreds of thousands, actually. And God's like, here are all your men. God, this 10,000 isn't enough. He said, oh, I know, I know you think it's not enough. I'm about to shock you a little more. Go down to the water and whoever cuts the water and drinks of it, they're going to be your men. Because guess what? They're hydrating themselves in me. They're equipping themselves in a still tiny moment of their day. A day where no one's paying attention. A day where no one's judging them on how strong they are, how much armor they have, how shiny it is or not shiny, how equipped that they are. They're fasting. They don't have enough in that moment, so they think. But the river provides. Where are you planted? Is it flowing or is it frozen? Because if it's frozen, like those water pipes were, you feel like you can't do anything. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place. But if it's flowing, my hubby, ooh, he brings the warmth, pun intended. He brings the flow of hydration. He's taught me how to live my life literally with gallons of water around me. Now you see plastic right now, and we talked about our plastic-free world that we're gonna establish as a family. These were at our doorstep when we got home because we usually order them. But you can be assured, an area that I'm being equipped in, no more of this. So, I'm not gonna gift them because I know I recycle. We're gonna go through it, and then we're gonna get to the other side. Because we're in the process, right? We're in the process of letting go. We're in the process of release. We're in the process of being more mindful in the call of the world to heal the planet. You can't do this. What if you are the planet? Yeah, I could just refill them. That's good. But plastic isn't actually good for you because it gets in the water system. It's like, there's a whole thing. You gotta use an algae bottle or something. Aluminum. Oh my goodness, I have to read these messages for a minute. Oh, the enemy knows our vulnerability and he uses it to destroy us and separate us from God. Ah, oh, yeah, that is his one tactic. During fasting, 40 days and 40 nights, right after Jesus was baptized, he goes into the wilderness to be taunted by Satan. I love this part because I feel like we're in the wilderness but there is no expiration date on the time. Do you ever feel that way? We're like, any day now, God, any time I, I wanna feel that peace. I wanna experience that joy. I want my love to come to me. I want all the fruits of the spirit, God. And yet we still see destruction around us, distractions happening. And therefore we're surrendering to the norm Mm. we're surrendering to the status quo. We're surrendering to the common pace. And that common pace here, especially in America, is hustle. It's fast. It's busy. Oh, you know, my disdain for that word. Where's the intentionality? How intentional and bold did David have to be to look at the king and say, I can't wear your armor. It's, it's actually not good enough for me. It doesn't fit me right. 
and to take it off and look like a crazy person. I feel like him sometimes. <laughs> look like a crazy person. I'm on a Peloton and preach session, sweating, looking a little crazy, saying a lot of sub anti-cultural ideas vocally to tens of thousands of people. Jesus did it. And he is our example, right? So you do it without fear of judgment because the only reverence fear, the only fear that we should be worried about is the awestruck wonder of God who is the only judge that matters. So when he drops those little names into your day and your spirit, when he reminds you that you need to call grandpa and you don't do it in such a small little way, you're actually being disobedient to the gift of following God, to the gift of being connected to the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit dwell and guide you. You're ignoring the Holy Spirit when you pick up the thing you know you shouldn't eat and you choose to eat it anyway. When you turn on the browser and you go to that website that you know you shouldn't go to, when you go to scroll again for the 12th time of the day because you're looking for an endorphin hit, man, if you only knew the destruction that was taking place, you're putting on the enemy's armor every time you do that. He's like, cool, I'll trap her here. Awesome, I'll put a leg weight here. Amazing, I'll trap her in her back right here. This is literally what's happening to people, physically even. They got neck problems. I'm like, how's your posture? Where's your confidence? How are you showing up postured for Christ every single day? Roll those shoulders back, friends. <laughs> I'm talking to the men too. I need you to be postured for the performance, not the show off, for the performance that God has you planned for. If you show up for a performance, let's just say, and we watch this all the time, there's crazy football games that happened this past weekend. All the arenas uh, in, in the world around the soccer. We watched the Argentinian match in Costa Rica. The Argentinians went crazy. French were crying, but it was a heck of a game. And I sat there watching hundreds of people, then hundreds of thousands across the globe, idolizing something while not moving. Maybe their body was moving. Maybe their body was moving because they were drinking. I, I don't know. Maybe they were just clapping. Maybe they were jumping up and down. But they were being trapped in that moment. What do you think the enemy was doing in that moment? I think the enemy was kicking his shoes off and watching a game. I don't. And if he was, his role was the alcohol. His role was the bickering. His role was the, was the facade. His role was the heckling. His role was the causing of division. Man, we are missing the point. We are okay with what the world says should have our attention. And we're not okay with following the small little prompts of ourself. Fully alive, fully developed fully known by Christ individually. He doesn't need you to be a pastor of a big church. 
He needs you to be planted where you are, with your neighbors, with your community, in your workforce. He needs you to travel and see the world so you can know that the deposit of traveling and nations and support and generations and little schools and big schools and entrepreneurship, that it's in sight, that he sees what you see because he's the author and the finisher of your life. But you gotta go. You gotta start. You gotta stop. You gotta get in motion. You need to be equipped. You need to be sharpened. You need to be uncomfortable. You need to realize when somebody says something that you trust, at least even a little bit, that you take that and you bring it to the word of God and you say, God, what do you say about this? Oh, you don't mention Christmas. Interesting. Oh, you didn't celebrate Halloween? Crap. Now, I'm not telling you your 2023 calendar needs to look different than the world. But what if it did? What if the traditions that you're locked into, even your mama's homemade apple pie, even, I don't know, even insert something lighthearted and seems harmless. What do you think the enemy did when Jesus was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights? He gave them a derivative of the truth. In the moment, because he was starving, probably seemed pretty sweet. But he was so secure. People have declared their word as confidence this year. Love this word. I think it's critical for you to man up and face the giant. But don't you think confidence is derived from security? for being so secure in who you are because of whose you are that you can then step in confidence because no matter what knocks you off your pedestal that day or your Peloton, (laughs) you're so secure, it doesn't even matter. So I'm gonna get back up, you're gonna dust yourself off, you're already armored with Christ and you're gonna keep on going. Because if that darkness, like I showed you on that feather, which I can't find it, it fell on the ground, so I can't get it for you right now. If that darkness is going to get lead way in your life and take over the remnant of life that you have back, the remnant of sacredness that you have back, or so you think, God at this moment is literally knocking on your door. He is welling in your soul, in your spirit to say, I'm already victorious in that fight. Listen to me, stride with me, step with me. I was talking to a a niece, I'll call her. (laughs) She is, she's family yesterday. She's in like her young 20s and navigating life in a new way. And what she thought was gonna be the next step isn't turning out that way. What she thought was gonna be normal wasn't actually her normal anymore. And She's like, what's happening? God is shifting me. Guess where he's calling her? He's calling her to a church plant. That's freaking awesome. If that's the remnant we have left, is that generation, Gen Z, who everybody's like, they're nutty, they're crazy, they're addicted to their phones or all of these things. I question, are you harassing what you're actually now accommodating in your life? Mm, It's good. We point fingers 
so quickly. And God's like, stop pointing, start reflecting, and come sit with me. You're letting go of any of the things that you're in your mind, like, I don't wanna do it, is only making room, is only expanding the light within you to be brighter and bolder and more confident, ultimately because you're becoming more secure. You're becoming more secure. So I'm also reading um, this particular Bible, the One Year Bible for Women. The One Year Bible for Women. And it's really cool. It's uh, literally like emphasizing females through the Bible while giving you the entire Bible in a year. So I'll have it finished by the end of the year. I've, it's not front to back, which I love. I've um, read the Bible, a lot of the Bible, um, front to back. And it's awesome, but there's, you can miss the prophetic connected to the actual, right? What was prophesied in the Old Testament comes to fruition in the New Testament. And if you miss those links, because sometimes they're just a line, sometimes it's just one name that's dropped and never mentioned again. And if you don't get curious, if you don't get curious, this is connected to my word risk, but not my word for the year. My word is risk. I'm risking a lot right now, just so you know. <laughs> and I can talk about that later. But if you don't get curious, you can never risk because you're, you're staying with the status quo. What if is the biggest, best question you can ask yourself and you can sit before God and ponder and he will reveal to you. I promise you he's so close to you. You don't even know. It says when Satan was taunting Jesus and he was saying, I will give you everything that you see as he was looking from the, the mountain of Jerusalem. He says, I will give it all to you if you kneel down and worship me. He also says, he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone after he just told him to jump off, right? By the way, it sounds really sweet. It sounds like the promise of life when he is starving and hungry and he just wants to give up. You might be walking into your year in some predicament, some scenario saying, I'm just going to throw in the towel on that one. I'm going to give it up and I'm going to focus on something else. Maybe it's a boundary you're setting in healthiness. Appreciate that. What if your boundary was still in place because boundaries are biblical, but you became bolder in how you lived your life openly so that people could come in. Judgment aside, you're not worried about that, remember? There's gonna be enemies more than the hairs on your head. But he also knows how many hairs are on your head. He also protects you in that. He lifts you up in that. He creates the limelight for you because the limelight exists inside of you. I don't have to turn anything on. I don't have to build anything. And neither do you. Though with our hands and our mouth and our feet, we activate our purpose like Noah did. He activated his purpose because God gave him a whisper. And God speaks truth every single day. Jesus didn't have to waver. He didn't have to go through this wishy-washy, should I, shouldn't I, I'm not sure, maybe, maybe not, maybe what it. No, he didn't. He was just so sound. 
And so when I ask what if questions, I ask it from a dreaming lens of God, what if there's more here? And the only place to go when you ask those questions is your prayer closet and the word. Not even your best mentor, unless they're biblically sound, can give you the roadmap. They can't. You're a leader. I know that without a shadow of a doubt, you're hanging out with me because leaders lead. They lead each other. They come together. We are leading a front of warriors. And if we aren't leading from the word, we're leading into a place of destruction. One little caliber, one little minute way off. Not to say it can't be corrected by the Lord and he uses all things for good and all of that is true. But why would you start or speak or teach if it's one little caliber off when you haven't sat with him? The Lord is so secure. He says you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. It's not a question. You must isn't a well maybe. No, you must. He said, you also must not, must not test your God. This is where I'm going with the fasting, with the new years, with the movement, with the release. When we surrender at the feet of Jesus and we come to him with our worries and we come to him with our shame and we come to him with our sin, which is connected to shame. We come to him with our fear and we come to him with our doubt. He is not judging you in that moment. He is open-armed to you. He is so in love with you. He's honoring you. He's literally holding his entire kingdom in his hands for you. But you are a baby. I am a baby. And I can only be as equipped as I am capable of in that moment. David was capable of saying no to the king with the armor that looked so shiny and good. Man, his brothers would have been like, oh, you're wearing the king's armor? He gave that to you? He's letting you borrow his sword, bro? That's crazy. No, he came out measly. He came out not looking equipped. He came out not speaking the best words. He probably didn't have a lot of communication with other people when he was in the fields all the time with the sheep. He talked to sheep. He was a sheep guy. He was a dog boy, <laughs> right? Like I know people who like communicate really well with animals. Not so good with people. Nothing wrong with that. I believe we need some animal protectors. But... God placed you for such a time as this around people that you can come to know him through. And yet your eyes are closed. And so God, he's answering you and he's ready for you to walk out in your meekness so that your confidence and your security, because of your security, they become. The very first time that I did Peloton and Preach, Y'all have seen me cry if you've been following. You've seen me laugh. You've seen me shocked when God reveals something literally right now. I don't prepare these. I, I, I have no idea what's going to come out. I have no idea what direction it's going to go, especially when I'm 
have all this stuff in my mind and my spirit, my heart. Y'all, it's not just these books that I'm reading. I have other books that I'm reading. I just finished several books while I was on. I'm actually rereading and proofreading for my own book, surprise, surprise, coming out um, on Friday. So there's a lot in my mind. None of it matters by him. And if I speak from a place of, I don't know what the next step is. I'm not really sure what's going to come of that. Rather than speak the truth of God, it's not helping you. And so I came on with a little bit of trepidation. With a little bit of, oh man, (laughs) holy cow, insert whatever word you want. And I thought, I don't have a choice because I was summoned to this seat. I don't have a choice right now to stay in Costa Rica and start that church. Even though I was a church, we talked about Jesus while we were there. I have to come home. And that is the ultimate call for you today. You've gotta come home. Maybe your home is in a place of disarray right now, so that analogy is hard for you, but as my mom discovered on her journey to Jesus, home is where the heart is. And you have always thought that that means a structure or that means where the people you love are. And God says, it's where the beat in your lungs, the chest, you're the breath of life, remember? You are made in his image and he's saying, come home to me. Come home to your Abba. You are a child. I am a child of God. And therefore I have equipping to do. I have learning to do. And I wanna follow the leader of leaders. I wanna follow the example. I wanna stay in stride. And in order for me to do that, man, I've had to let go of a lot of things. And the let go has made room for the love and the love is all that matters. Okay, okay, love is all that matters. Love wins every single time. I hope that you're inspired today to move, to fast, to let go, to not be afraid of the enemy, to be bolder in the way that you speak and proclaim his name. Do it in your own way. You don't have to start Peloton Preach. You can just come ride with me and you can comment as some of you do that I love and adore so much because the comments I come back to, sometimes I get to read while I'm here and they bless my life and I'm grateful to every single one of you for hanging out. I hope that you put on your calendar Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 a.m. Eastern and I'm gonna drop, it's likely gonna be the last Saturday of the month Um, in the morning this time that we'll be doing the live Zoom so everyone can come on and share and and teach and and sharpen one another. You can't have any sort of leader that isn't willing to listen. Listening is how my morning starts. It's not how I decide to input time with you. If I didn't listen, I shouldn't be talking. Listen more, talk less. But when you talk, be secure and confident in whose you are and where he's leading you. Know the word. Fast and sit in the word. Feast on the word. And find out what God has promised for you in a whole new way. 
I love you guys so much. Thank you for the time. It's time to go get my babies ready for school. They haven't been in three weeks, so I know they're, well, one of them's excited. One of them's like, eh, <laughs> but he is made for more. And we get to, in our childlike ways, do some things that look like the time, the need, right? I don't have to fast, but I must. And so I could do it in that way, or I could just let go and let God and follow the things that we must do. Your free will should be guided by the Holy Spirit because then you don't have to have so much friction in your life all the time. If, an, if I could give you one more word before I get off, if you're still trying to figure out what does that look like, I have people who don't choose words and that's okay too, but today's word is decisiveness. Decisiveness. Decide now. Decide is an action. Decide to surrender, submit, decide to learn what love actually is. Decide like that feather that I'm going to overtake the darkness bit by bit by bit. Decide to show up regardless of judgment. Decide to show up regardless of the enemies that know every hair on your head. Decide to not know the answer and to go seek the answer from the one who knows. You can't be a know-it-all to be a teacher. The only teacher who's allowed to do that is Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit. Three in one, just like you. And because we're being educated like my kids, because we're being educated by Christ, we have to sit with a book. It's like part of it, right? The book, the only book. Sit with the Bible. Let him teach you. It's so sweet. And you don't have to pay any higher education tuition. Imagine that. It's free. He's free. His love is free. All right. I gotta go. Love you guys. Be sure to tune into the Fit and Faith podcast where you'll hear all of the Peloton and Preaches and all of the incredible guests that are coming on this season. Oh my gosh. I've got so many surprises for you guys. So many relationships that are being built um, that are for the kingdom expansion, which are ultimately for you because that's who you are. You're a part of that. Can I see your Bible again? Yes. Okay, so this is the new one that I'm doing this year. If you want to read the Bible in a year, the one-year Bible for women. Who is this even by? Uh, Carol Stream. It's the NLT version. Really excited about it. And then my actual Bible is this beautiful Quest Study Bible. It's also NIV. I look up online. Um all of the other translations because I the passion is amazing. It's kind of like today's lingo, um, but you've got to go back to the Hebrew, to the words, the root words. Um, who is this one by? New Quest Study Bible, Zondervan. It's blue. It was my favorite color. It summoned me. Um, and then I'm doing the 21 day fast. And so at any point, 21 days starts right now. You, it doesn't have to start on the first. It didn't start on the first, actually. Um, this one is by... My Bible just fell. Gary Roarmare, Roarmare, 21 day fast. It's good. Um, me and my team have some things in the work where you might not need this in the future. Gosh, there's so much I want to tell you, but I want you to focus on what I shared today. Focus on being decisive, focus on following Jesus and uh, focus on what he's calling you to. So if you even have a tiny prompt today, take advantage of that right in that moment. 
What's so cool about it is like the person who you text, the person who you call, the thing that you do is like literally creating momentum in the kingdom. And, but if you don't start the first pedal on the Peloton, you can never go. You create your own friction. Don't create your own friction. Follow the promise of God. All right. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Have an awesome day. Have you ever just wanted to retreat? I always think of palm trees and blue crystal oceans when I think about that. But the actual definition of retreat is to withdraw from enemy forces as a result of their superior power or after defeat. Maybe you feel defeated. Maybe you feel like every day is a fight. Maybe even in your own home, it feels like a fight. I invite you to join me on an adventure, an adventure that's also an opportunity for you to exhale finally, to understand the power of your personal life, the love from your father and how much that love is meant to be gifted vibrantly to others, but it has to start with self so that you can live the life you are determined and destined to live. And that legacy that I know you crave becomes an easy thumbprint, an easy footprint, an easy element from your voice, your heart, your mind, and your actions. We're going to Costa Rica, and then we're going to Puerto Rico in 2023. So if you want some true R&R, you want to have all the things, all the details taken care of you, you just need to get out of the enemy territory. You want to come and move your body and be fueled from the inside out and have a spa and worship and walk and explore culture and just to know that you again, have an opportunity to pray in to who you're meant to become. All the links are available below and we can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to spoil you. And I hope you like surprises because I keep a lot of things in my back pocket and that way you can feel even more spoiled. Hope to see you there. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. I found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yates. I'm a caring father, mentor, and friend. And my new podcast, 
Billy and the Goat. I share the life-changing events that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com.